You're listening to Celebrity Wine Club's awesome show. Great job. <laughs> doing Eric Warheim's La- Las Haras wine and <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's like really hard for me to say and um, we also have um, our regular girls with us Nicole and Angie say hi hi hello and we have a special guest with us this week Bryson hello yeah um, we brought Bryson on because he's a big Warheim fan and um, yeah so how's everybody doing how's everyone's week hmm Nothing new to report. <laughs> I'm like terrified of all the students being back in town and that I'm going to like. It's even more pioneer woman times. Yeah, now. it is like, pioneer woman times for sure. I'm going to start making all my own clothes, I think. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I can go to the store anymore. No, no. Delivery only mm-hmm. or pickup. I yeah. can only tell you how great my week was. And I'm saying that sarcastically <laughs> by telling you a story of the brand new curtain I ordered that I got thinking it said it was two panels and it was one. So I have one curtain up in the bedroom and it's very pretty. And that was the best thing that happened to me this week. Close your curtain, Miss Sam. God. Um, so Bryson, before we get started talking about like the wine stuff, can you give us a little rundown on like what you normally like to drink alcohol wise? Yeah, I, I like wine with you know, when I'm cooking a nice dinner, we do a bottle occasionally, but primarily I'm a drink to get wasted kind of guy. So vodka is <laughs> drink of choice a lot of times, or uh, I like bourbon, bourbon and any whiskey really. But of course. Yeah. Well, and then your wife drinks a lot of champagne. Yes. Well, you yeah. know, cheap champagne like we like. She'll, well, drink, she'll drink anything, but she prefers champagne. Um, I'm cheap, so she usually gets cheap champagne, I think, because <laughs> I'm the one that goes to the liquor store. So, And mm-hmm. she doesn't seem to mind. So she may hate it, but she drinks it. And she would never tell you, She though. would never tell me that she doesn't like it, but I do splurge occasionally and buy her, like, a $9 bottle of Prosecco or oh something instead, of, instead oh. of the $6 J. Roger or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So. J. Roger, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that whenever we uh, we first got, like, hired for this new job that I went and bottle, bought a bottle of Click and it was, like, on sale, but it was still, like, $70. And then Jeez. I took it over to a friend's house and, like, wouldn't share it with anyone and just drank it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. You spend $70 on a bottle, I think you should get all of it. I ended up, like people have a couple of sips because it was harder it's you can't like slug down good champagne like you can like really cheap stuff like because it actually has flavor to it and complexity right. i mean and it, the bubbles yeah god i'll never forget that less claypool champagne <laughs> uh, i have like wet dreams about it it must have been some good champagne my god it was Bryson. really good I need to get some of it for dawn maybe. it was good it's <laughs> Right, well, okay, they're having a special deal right now. Just a shout out to Claypool Sellers, but basically you can order six bottles and they have one penny shipping and it's normally like $30 okay. for shipping. So, so, yeah. So you do like a half case and then you get like a penny for shipping, which is actually not a bad deal if you think about it. Yeah, so. true. Everybody get online and buy the champagne. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, how were our hangovers from last week? Um, oh, that was. Um, Rand Lamb. Randy Lamb. No, it was. And Zal- well, it was Alexander. Zalazander, but then we also did the mouth to mouth. 
I didn't drink very much last week. I, um, like, I didn't even really finish our tasters. I just, like, wasn't feeling it. And then I ended up, like, just hanging out here and driving home later. Like, yeah. The only wine that I actually enjoyed was the Cab Sav because it was the same Boda Box Cab Sav. Yeah, it was like the Boda Makers. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, I didn't really have much of a hangover either. So that was nice. What about you? Hot stuff. Oh, I definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Doug said that I came home and turned on all of the lights in the house and he was in bed. And then he was like, can you scratch my back right here? But I fell asleep scratching. But he said I was snoring because I'd been drinking. And so I'd fall asleep snoring and then wake up, wake myself up snoring and start scratching his back again, like over and over for a long time. He was like, I think I have scratches. Scratching marks on my back from you, like digging your fingernails into him. And I was like, Is it not good enough for you? (laughs) Damn. Well, so I'll remember that when I asked to get my back scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, so when you told me I could take the rest of the Z Brown wine, I'm like, "Mm -mm." I don't know if that's such a good idea. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I was really excited that we were doing this wine because it gave me an excuse to watch like old Tim and Eric show clips and stuff. Um, yeah. And I watched the Tim and Eric like bedtime stories too, which is very fun, mm-hmm. I think, because it's like a rip off of black or a spoof of Black Mirror, basically. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I just watched like the Sweetberry wine clip a few times and like a couple of other episodes. But my favorite part isn't necessarily Tim or Eric. I just really like Dr. Steve Brule the best. Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, he's hilarious. I'm he's... really mad at HBO Max because they have an adult swim section on HBO Max, but they don't have any of the Tim and Eric stuff or Dr. Steve Brule. Check it out. So they have their own um, like portal through Adult Swim. Um, that's all of Tim and Eric's, all of their stuff. It's like its own channel, basically. And most of it's free. But um, it's not inside of HBO. No, uh-huh. and that must have been, you know, part of the negotiation. I don't know. But it's it's pretty awesome because it's set up like you're on, like, Channel 5 News, and you can <laughs> click through and watch yeah. basically everything, I think, so that they do. I was reading an article, like, on GQ about his winemaking, and they had pulled a quote from the New York Times about, like, all of Tim and Eric's shows. And right. it says, um, the New York Times once described Tim and Eric awesome show great job as outtakes from a public access channel that's broadcast only in hell. <laughs> 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 and I think that's an accurate description. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is that the article that said that, like... Eric Wareheim might actually make good celebrity wine, like yeah. that it's like praising him for actually doing something right. Yeah, well, but that, is, that was the title was, um, shit, let me pull it up. Say, we'll be the judge of that. I right? was about to say, like, we're about to find out. It yeah. was, it, yeah, the um, title is, has Eric Wareheim made the first celebrity wine that's actually good? And that's from like 2000, uh, May of 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really so, excited. Let's get into it. Um, okay. Who's going to do the white bottle? I can do it. It's closest to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first uh, one that we're doing is the, um, that's the other thing about this is like all of these are like unfiltered and natural wines. Um, so that's pretty cool. But this is um, non-filtered. Um, it's called Saison. It's a 2018 Chenin Blanc. It's um, old vines and it's from Mendocino County. And I guess it says the label arts by John that say Zabula. It's like real handwriting on here, so it's hard to tell. It's 13% by volume. As 
pregnant women can't drink this one either. <laughs> I know. And then it's just a pretty basic bottle, like the Who front. Says? I guess the <laughs> government, Surgeon General, whoever the hell that is. Yeah. The front of the label or the front label is like a white panel and it has like a hand drawn. It looks like a dandelion to me. See, I thought palm tree. I thought yeah. dandelion. Hmm. It looks like gouache or like watercolor or something. But these bottles are cool um, because it has like a white wax seal on mm-hmm. the top. And I thought it would be harder to get the corks out, but it really wasn't. It was like a smooth um, exit, I thought. Yeah. Okay, so I'll pour. Do you have some info about the winery, Angie? Well, I was going to say that it is. this one's named after Joel's five-year-old daughter. Um, her name says on and oh. they said her like this wine has big personality. They named her after the painter says Probably. Okay. okay. So he, Joel is the partner with Eric yes. in the winery. Sorry. We didn't say um, that yet. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he does a lot of the legwork, but I, I do think that Eric is very involved yeah. in, in the process and, I know he has a lot to do with the labels. He's definitely tasting the, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, definitely. I, I mean, I read that they just like met because they were running in the same circles because Eric was really into, um, was like getting really into wine. And so he met this guy and then they decided to like go into a business venture together. See, a lot, some of the celebrity wines that we've had recently, like there are some firms that will approach celebrities to like, yeah, just put your name on it. Them. Yeah, but I mean, some people are still really involved in the process, even if that happens, but it's just cool that they like met organically, like going to wine tastings and restaurants and stuff. Yeah. And he wasn't like asked okay. to do it. So let's do our S's. Oh, God damn. I know I'm swirling <laughs> out the glass too. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, need, we need a bigger cut, a bigger well, glass. I probably should have yeah, poured no. smaller, but I was excited. I know there's so, no legs really. No, but it's like a very light PP color. So the other thing that I've noticed about like, um, some other like white varieties that we've had that don't have legs, they usually look a little bit more oily, like towards the top. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't really have the same sort of like oiliness to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think maybe it's like like thinner viscosity. It smells like really perfumey to me. Mm-hmm. I think so too. It reminds it's like florally that, too. It reminds me of that. What's that goddamn shit? Remember that perfume that I ordered? Like I ordered a bunch of it from Sample Source. Fleur. No. Uh, okay. It was that other one. Hmm. Whatever. It's, In the black and white bottles? No. It's like really expensive shit. That's why Is I have like a pear flavor. And wet stones. No. <laughs> no. I'll Saison have to look it up. opens w- up with a nose of, is it? Oh, my God. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. It's good. Pear and wet stones. I yeah. get the wet stone. I get I the was wet trying, stone, too. Honestly, like, I was trying to think of what, I was trying to think of what this smells like. And it, it, it does remind me of, like. Outside. Yeah, like when you like like, like when you when you walk outside <laughs> yes. like a like a sidewalk after it rains. Yeah, like yeah. like a fresh. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre because I couldn't place it, but that's that's totally. I get that. It's really clear for being unfiltered. Like I don't know a lot about wine, but I would think that you would have more cloudiness from something unfiltered. But not, I don't know the process as much. Not necessarily. To, yeah. We've had some. We had a white wine on the podcast a few weeks ago that was also a natural wine, and it was first of all 
delicious. It smelled like and tastes like apple juice, mm. but not in like a little kid way, like in an adult like alcohol way. Like a sophisticated way. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really good, but it also was like really clear as far as clarity goes in the glass. I think that you get more sediment with red wines. Yes. But yeah. the, the unfiltered thing doesn't mean that they don't Especially like pour the it through a sieve or anything. Right. Like when they filter it, they like power like push it through like really, really fine screens and mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is probably still like manually filtered to get like the sediment out. Some of the sediment yeah. and stuff yeah. out. But um but with anyway. some natural wines, it's usually more about like how they maybe um like how they what they do in the fermentation process. Mm-hmm. Mm. What they don't add, what they do add. And then yeah. they also might refer to um, the pesticides used on the actual vineyard. Yeah. So the way that this smells reminded me, I couldn't remember the name of this perfumery and I kept thinking like Los Lonely Boys. It's Le Labo. <laughs> Le Labo Santal 33. That's like kind of what it smells like to I would have never remembered that. I don't know why you looked to me for like an answer. <laughs> I don't know because we're like the perfume junkies. Anyway. Well, I really like it. Mm-hmm. So do I. It's crisp, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. It's not too like acidic though. No. It's not the, too acidic. Low acidic. Low acidity for yes. sure. Yes. And like, I don't know. I, I just think that well, it's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just think that like it was crispier than I expected. And I appreciate that. Well, some of the natural wines that we've had, like the whites really fall flat. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think that all of the. On the pot or just in life? Both. I mean, both. Like a, a lot of the natural whites, like they just aren't very complex to right. me. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's because they don't like add sugar and stuff. I think it's really the stuff that's wild fermented that doesn't like. Well, the white wine that we had for the Maynard episode, like that was so flat. Mm-hmm. Like it, re- it really did not afford it the $45 it tasted price like water tag. With, a, with a wine ice cube in it instead of even wine with an ice cube in it. Like, yeah. Instead of being flip flops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Angie, do you have some tasting notes for this? Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's see. So we talked about the nose. Okay. The palate builds through the attack to show layer upon layer of dried white peach, apricot, and white cherry, along with toasted almond and clove. The wine has a very long finish filled with mineral and acid touches that make you salivate for more. It is very balanced. I am salivating. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very balanced where wine, where mm-hmm. things that stick out the most are textural sensations, roundness, mineral, and acid. Discovering all the various aromas and flavors is like a treasure hunt. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. All of they their wines, I will say the Las Haras wines have like all these detailed technical data sheets on them, like mm-hmm. every wine that they make. So it was That's like, pretty cool. It was really easy to do research. That's awesome. On it. And well, and like I kind of expected that like their like tasting notes and descriptions would be like kind of like in the silly realm because you know we read so many like bottle descriptions and we review so many like tasting notes on the podcast that like this doesn't seem to be like as dry. Well, as it's not as snooty, and he's like a self-described wine nerd, so I it know. makes sense that he would have all that info on his side. Of course. They <sighs> also go into like the vineyards and the winemaking and all of them. We don't have to go into all those details. Yeah, but the, we can talk about at least maybe one of them at some point. But mm-hmm. their Instagrams are really good follow because they they do give a lot of info and they give like lots of credit to the the growers and Mm -hmm. you see the process and they, it's really cool to see. I mean, just from a novice wine drinker, I'm like, it looks like they really care about the people that are helping this, you know, helping them make it. And 
It reminds me of Sam, what's his name? Sam Neil. Sam Neil stuff. That's how his website and like Instagram is too. And like it every just single person. His employees so yeah, much. every single employee that works there and then like celebrities that have come to visit, they can make like Spotify playlists that are on the website. Like it's really fun and interactive. And you can tell that he like really cares about the people that work there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like one difference, and I'm not sure about Eric Wareheim, but like Sam Neill, for example, like he owns and does all of the like planting and tilling and at least helping with all of the process of making the wine. So on, I don't know how it is now, but from that article in 2017, they were saying that in order to save on costs, they're just like leasing different like vineyards vineyards mm-hmm. and then like renting out bottling plants and stuff when they need it because they're just starting out it's like a small operation they were having a hard time getting like really good grapes especially because california was going through a drought and like all the big boys were getting the good grapes and they were like small boys they had pick of the litter basically yeah so that i don't know if they're, that's still true or not if they're like just leasing stuff out or if they actually have bought like i don't think they have their own yeah. like winer i think it's yeah they're still they're so still doing coming out stuff mm-hmm. and like what's well, cool. That, I, I think that probably gives them more flexibility to have different like varietals and stuff because they can spend more money mm-hmm. like experimenting. Well, that and like it gives them the opportunity to have more like exclusivity because like what they might get from one vineyard one year, you know what I mean? Like it may yeah. not always be available, especially mm-hmm. if those same vineyards are renting or leasing to other mm-hmm. wineries too. Yeah. This shit just tastes like sunshine to me. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It is really good. I agree. It's yeah. If the vibe it's giving me is like sunflowers, like not in the smell or like the flavor, but like the, <laughs> it's like evoking the feeling of sunflowers to me. <laughs> <laughs> when I close my eyes, I just see the color yellow, like, like, like a sunflower. I do love the feel in the mouth. Like it's not a tannin, like, but it, but you feel it. Like you get a tingle. Well, you like, get a. Sorry, continue. No, it just I like it. I, yeah. yeah. Well, the weight of it to me seems thinner too because that's when I was like noticing when I was like swirling it around. Like whenever it doesn't have mm-hmm. legs, it seems more oily at the top. But this one wasn't really mm-hmm. like that, and so I like the mouthfeel too. Like it's. It's gotten expensive. This shit is dangerous. Yeah, because sometimes with whites, like, it's really, like, acidic right at the front of your tongue. Or it's not, and then it's really acidic when you swallow, like, at the back of your mouth or at your throat. But you don't get that. You don't get any of that sharpness. It's smooth throughout. And I do think that the bouquet of it opens up more, like, the more you drink it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to just finish the whole glass and, like, trying to pace myself. Honey, you absolutely can. (laughs) Give me more. Oh, good. I get refills? Yeah. Yeah. Refills here, yeah. Dang. You didn't say that. Lately, we've been trying to, like not do refills until we've done all three bottles but you can do whatever you want baby yeah no, we're, I'm, not I'm good with that. we're not here to <laughs> no, police I'm, you I'm this isn't that. a police mm-hmm. state in this house yeah no it's fine that'll give me more time to talk mm-hmm. if i'm not drinking we so, just finish it and- oh sorry go for it i was just gonna add to what you all were talking about a minute ago it they do still do different vineyards and so that's why they have all the information of the vineyards on the mm-hmm. yeah yeah, okay, that's one. good to know. Yeah, yeah. So this one is um, produced and bottled in Sebastopol, California. And where? Sebastopol. Okay. I don't know where that it's is. It's like but. in Mendocino County. Yeah. yeah. I bet it's around Napa. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> Actually, it is because I was, um, you know, I've been like looking to buy a house. And so, but now Dan works from home all the time too. So I was like, we can just have a house anywhere. Like True. we could buy like a beach condo and live there. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Like our jobs are free. Like we are like, we can live anywhere. So I was looking at like beach houses and like Rehoboth beach, Delaware and stuff. But I was looking at houses in wine country and you can actually get like really nice, like 1600 square foot 
mobile homes that are like really cute for like $110,000, like around this area. And so I think that we should just go in on a vacation wine country house together. A vacation wine country trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like three and four bedrooms. Yeah. I was born in a trailer. There's no shame in it. Of course there's not. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? Half my childhood. A mobile would... home. A mobile home. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I lived in a mobile home in high school. <clears throat> After my parents got divorced, my dad like, or no, I guess it was before they got divorced. We had to sell the house for some reason. And mm-hmm. he bought a, he bought like a mobile, like a double wide out of, at some auction Yeah, and like hauled it up. And my mom was like, what the? <laughs> what is this? I mean, my dad like built the house I grew up in, so it yeah. was kind of a downgrade for sure. But right, mine, Our, mine was kind of opposite. My parents had a mobile home to live in while they built their house, and then they like still have the mobile home on their property, and it's like all like bricked in and stuff now. But I was born on a king size waterbed in a double wide trailer. So you were a water birth, mm-hmm. it turns out. <laughs> I guess so. Water Just sign. on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would make sense why you're so obsessed with, like, the ocean. And <laughs> I'm also a water sign. That's why I'm a water baby. Scorpio's a water sign? Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't know anything about that. I don't either. Uh, astrology. Yeah, Scorpios are water signs, weirdly. Seems I know like- I'm a cancer. That's it. That's I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Also a water sign. I'm making that up. I don't know. Yeah, it is, because it's a crab. So I would assume it's a water sign. I, I don't thought know. cancer was an air sign. Well, I'm the water bearer and I'm an air sign. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, maybe it's, so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what's mine? I'm a Libra. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have all of them memorized. You're talking to the wrong This person. is why we need Tony. She would be able to tell us like <laughs> yeah, yeah. off the top of her head. Then yeah. she'd be able to name like key characteristics. Taylor well, can cool, too. Yeah. One cool thing though about me and Lauren is we, even though we were born like on separate days and separate years, we were born at the exact same time. Ooh. Mm. At 9.26 a.m. Baby. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm a, my, I was born at 11.11. Oh, that's cool. <gasps> Make a wish. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Trust me, it's, it's a big deal at our house. Yeah. Wow. Dawn says it every time. She loves it. But Make I a wish. would wear it the fuck out, too, <laughs> honestly. Dawn was born at 10.10, too. So she's, like, really into, like, she's like, I can't believe it. We're, like, 10, 10, 11, 11. It's so cute. It's not into numerology. It seems no, like she's into angel really. numbers. In what? Into angel numbers. I don't know what that means, but I don't. Uh, she would be, though. Probably. Totally. Mm-hmm. Probably. Definitely. Would be. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is so fucking good. I know. I don't so, know if the white one. I mean, I expected it. it to be. Yeah. Because I've, I've had one of these, his before, yeah. and loved it. So, like, I assumed it would be, but it's still, like, I'm not a huge fan of whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, for me to almost chug You're it, in good I'm company. like. Angie also is not a fan of no. whites. Yeah. I'm an equal opportunity good, yeah. drinker. Um, well, one thing I was going to say, like, I knew a lot of stuff about Eric. Um, like I kind of knew some stuff about his winery mm-hmm. and I knew about his shows and then I knew about him like being a foodie and him being on master of none and all of that stuff. But what I, I love his character on master what of none. I didn't really, it's pretty close to how he is in real life. That's I know. Sure. It is him. Yeah. He, yeah. Big, but I mean, it's him. Yeah. He, I want, he's my only like celebrity crush and yeah. in a friend's way. Like I want to be, I want, crush, yeah. I, that's what I was going to say too. Like looking at his Instagram, like I want to hang out with him. It looks like yeah. so much fun. Like he was talking about when he first got into wine, he would go to like these fancy schmancy Beverly Hills wine tastings with his friends and they would all dress in like the exact same all pink outfit with like rhinestone visors and those like pink, like wine 
wine glass holders that old ladies wear around their neck and yeah. they like wouldn't take it seriously at all and would just be there like acting silly yeah ba- yeah which i love i would totally be into that with like all of you guys want to do that sometime i'm in they, well i yeah they did a show on youtube where it was food they mm-hmm. went to a, like a five like a three-star michelin restaurant and they all wore tuxedos and they were it was like I can't remember. It was like boat club or something, but they just, it was hilarious. Yeah. And they, they only, there's only one. And I'm like, how is this not a show? Like mm-hmm. this should be a show. Cause they're just, it's, it, it's funny. It's it really, it's great. I, yeah, I agree. And well, so another thing that I appreciate is like all the outtakes from like the different Tim and Eric skits. So, you know, there's like the one where um, Eric is like a doctor and Tim is like a patient. And there's like one particular episode whenever Eric or I'm sorry, Tim is like, you know, hey, doctor, I'm, like, having a problem with my, like, lips. Like, every time I kiss my wife or whatever, they, like, get really, like, numb and, like, kind of chafed. And they really hurt. Like, is there something you can do to help me? And so, like, he gives I have him- a lip injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, like, gives him, like, saline injection- injections, basically. And then he, like, goes to kiss him and, like, gives him a peck. And it's just like, how does that feel? But in the outtakes, what I think is, like, really funny is that they're, like, basically, like, an inch apart from each other. And they're, like, about to do it. And they just start bursting they can't. out laughing. Yeah. Yeah. A- yeah, they just can't stop laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's also an outtake because there's like a poop situation, but they're like he's like in there like playing poop, and he's like, you see that vein through there, and the poop just falls <laughs> on the ground, <laughs> and they're just both like cracking up, laughing about it, like, oh my god. Um, Plus the way they like riff on stuff too, yeah. like it reminds me a lot of like whenever like the when all, all of our friends are like mm-hmm. hanging out, like even. Well, what I was gonna say about them like going to that winery or or those wine tasting and like fucking it up in their yeah. dumb outfits. It reminds me of when we went to that like snooty ass hipster bowling alley for um, oh, our friend's birthday party. Hated they hated us. Everyone was like going outside every three minutes to smoke hash, and we were all or wearing vape. or vape, and we were all wearing like onesie pajamas. Have you have you been to the Dust Bowl before, Bryson? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Imagine- I went there for a work like Christmas party yeah so you know it's like super snooty and oh, like yeah. really ott and like all this other shit and then like you know we were there and it's like all these kids like wearing like cool like you know horn-rimmed glasses they all and like beanies navy and tan and dark green <laughs> and black that was like the only colors in there it matched how it was decorated it looked like a fucking patagonia catalog yeah. if i'm being honest <laughs> and then we're in there just like ripping shit up with like rhinestones on our faces and like matching onesies purple and, like, purple eyebrows. <laughs> like eyebrows people are tripping mm-hmm. there's like 30 of us being loud as shit me and lauren were like just not wearing shoes because we couldn't wear our bowling shoes outside and we had to go like vape every five minutes it's <laughs> so too much work to like yeah and it was like the in middle of october it was freezing cold outside <laughs> yeah it was whole, it was so much fun though like i love to go places and scandalize people mm-hmm. it's like a gift i have yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're good at it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like the time we did the wine tasting at Blue and I was really mean to the sommelier and then he like, anyway, it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that I was had, a birthday though. Another thing I wanted to bring up was like, um, I didn't realize like how into music he was, like all of the different bands that he's had. He's had a vampire themed punk band before. And Tim actually released like some new music this week just under his own name. Right. And then yeah, he has an I album. saw that. He had an album out a couple of weeks, like a couple of months yeah. ago too. It's really good. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it it's is. the opposite of his comedy. Like it will like break your heart, but yeah, the, um, but I was just going to say he, um, Eric Wareham's also directed like a ton of music videos. Like he's directed music videos for MGMT, blonde redhead, flying Lotus, like all of these people. And they're all really cool music videos, but I just never realized that he was the director of them. Did you watch oh. the blonde redhead one? <clears throat> so the blonde redhead one is a, um, 
and it's an homage to one of his favorite artists who is a Japanese face sitting artist. <laughs> so that's a job. I'm what? Yes. He's that's so a this, job? this Japanese artist. He draws it's, uh, he draws women sitting on people's faces. Oh, I thought the job was, I would just sit on someone's face. Like no, where no, do no. I apply? No, this guy I draws thought you could be a professional face sitter. Yeah. You could be the, prof- you could be the sitter and he would draw you. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, he, and he actually just passed away. I saw Eric Wareheim posted a, uh, yeah, he posted an, a, a shout out to him saying like, I heard, you know, he died, but the blonde redhead music video features a lot of women sitting on faces and it's, it's beautiful. Oh, is it and, like the big fat, like the big ladies, like crushing guys faces? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, the artist or the music video or both? No, the artist. Like, oh, yeah. I know what art he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's like Hamayo. I, I would just butcher the name. But um, it's really interesting. And the video is great because it just leads you into it and you don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like slowly is zooming out. And then all of a sudden you realize what you've been seeing this whole time. And it's 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 really well done. All of his music videos are great. He did MGMT The Youth mm-hmm. um, is great. and He directed one for Depeche Mode too. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask if you guys had seen the Depeche Mode one. I haven't seen it. I was just looking at the list. He did a bunch for Major Lazer and he did like Charlie the, XCX too. Yeah, the, the Major Lazer one that's Bubble uh, Butt Bubble is yep. insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, I mean, it's on par with his, it's maybe crazier than most of his like yeah. shows. Well, it makes sense because Major Lazer had that like crazy like rave cartoon too for a while that was on FX. That was mm-hmm. like really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. That, I know you've seen that before. I have seen it before. Yeah, yeah but I was just well, like, you know, do yourself like, a favor and like watch Warren the video. Sitting on these like weak men's faces. <laughs> this is exactly what I look like. Yeah, especially this one over here. <laughs> I like that one. Mm-hmm. So do I. <laughs> They're great. Yeah, but yeah, he's. I've I've been a really big fan of Eric and Tim for I. Was a well big in 2007, fan of, I think, is when their show first came out, and that's when I was really heavily watching Adult Swim. So that that's when we were really heavily smoking a ton of pot. Tim and, and Eric, awesome yeah. show, right? <laughs> Are you talking about Tim and Eric, awesome show? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yeah. So see, I was watching Tom Goes to the Mayor before that. Before that, like 2003, 2004. Look at you. Um, I mean, I'm not bragging, but like I've been a fan since like that was their first thing. Yeah. Like they created it. Pitched it to Bob Odenkirk, who is now Better Call Saul. Yes. But back then he was, you know, in... Um, Producing, oh, the, right? He produced he, it. Yeah, but he he had a sketch comedy Mr. show. Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they sold it to Cartoon Network, or uh, I think it was Cartoon Network, yeah. yeah and then yeah. And it was great because it's, it's, it's like a limited animation. So I don't know if you've ever seen it, but like it's, a, it's just like a simple, a plain background cartoon background and then the characters are blue and white so the background is colored but then the characters are blue and white and it's just still photos of them and then they move and like will show an expression and then it changes to a different expression so it's not constantly moving and then there's just dialogue and there's just there's some i mean it's up and down for sure i mean it's can be kind of crazy and you're like what is going on but i just like the irreverence of some it. great some great shows mm-hmm. yeah. really stupid shit yeah. love love okay love. well do you guys want to take a break and then we'll start our next bottle let's do it yeah hey guys you like what you hear these ladies play hard and they work even harder for you listeners not to mention they're pretty easy on the eyes these celebrity endorsed wines and liquors they're not cheap doesn't take beer goggles to see that Have you considered adding a gratuity to your listen? If you feel so inclined, donate to the tip jar. Check the link in the show notes and drop a dime. 
60% of proceeds will be donated to Black Lives Matter, trans funds, and bill funds. Drink them up, kids. And we're back. So for our next wine, um, Bryson's going to do the bottle description. Yeah, so this is the Sweetberry wine. I think this is kind of what started it, right? Like it came from that sketch and... It, this was their first one, I think. This is the 2018, so yeah. it's a different year, a different vintage of it. But um, so this is non-filtered as well, as well, natural. Um, 2018 red wine, old vines, Mendocino County, uh, produced and bottled by Las Haras Wines, same location, Sebastopol, Sebastopol. California. Sebastopol. Sebastopol. I have no idea. Label art by Duke Aber, which features Dr. Steve Brühl drawn in a looks like a red wine spill. It's beautiful. <laughs> sweet I love berry it. wine, you mean? Yeah, sweet berry wine. What did I say? Red wine. Sweet, sweet red wine. wine. It is, yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet berry wine. Yeah. Uh, 13% by volume, contains sulfites. You obviously shouldn't drink this if you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> love that skit. I've watched it a few times today and I liked where he's like, we got lots of varieties. There's tons of stuff. There's peanut nor. <laughs> no peanut nor. Just like the wine all over his face and the way he's slurring. I'm like, is that me? I know. I, mean, I feel kind of attacked. I have definitely looked like that before. Steve Brill is definitely one of the best characters to come out of, mm -hmm. of that. Oh, it's already over there? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was, we were kind of talking during the break, but I'm like, I just think it's so funny that he's like involved in all of this stuff and he's such a serious actor. I mean, obviously he's done comedy stuff with Will Ferrell, but like, well, yeah, but like he has done serious roles too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just funny that he's up for doing something so silly. This smells like a Pinot to me, kind it of. Do, it does. The legs are thick, but they're pretty fast. Like mine. <laughs> Same and fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does look and kind of smell like a peanut nor. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The legs are fat boys. Mm -hmm. It looks like paint drip, like from the paint, like from paint mm -hmm. drips. Yeah, it does. It feels yeah, so it, fancy. It does, it does smell like spicy berries. Mm. I actually like the way that it smells. Can I get like a diffuser with this scent? I'm going to smell it with my mouth open like a cat. Can, can you put <laughs> wine in a essential oil diffuser? It's definitely easy on the nose. Like mm -hmm. there's no like. Ugh. Yeah. We've had some harsh smells. Yeah, when you're just like turpentine. Like, and, or like kitty litter. That I was get like, a lot of that. You, when you buy cheap wine like I do, you get a lot of that. Yeah. You, just like, you get a lot of like hold your nose yeah. and just chug it. I don't ever smell the wine I buy. I just <laughs> no, know no. it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, not, not like, smelling that. That should be on the label. Understood it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling them for my cheap wine, my four S's are sip, slur, spill, and sleep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, mm. Oh my god. I am pleasantly surprised by this. I like thought it would be like sweeter. I thought like so sweet, too. Since it's a sweet berry wine, but it's like tart in a way that like tort. A tort. <laughs> that like good cherries are tart. Yeah, fruity. I guess I guess it is sweet in a in a fruity sense, but not like a but there's, you can definitely tell there's not like a bunch of like Ooh. sugar added to the fermentation process. Yeah, but it is tart. Like it's tart. It I like it. Pucker, well, but not tannin. Mm -hmm. Not like no. a tannin pucker. Yeah, like tart. Yeah. Yeah, like the flavor is tart, mm -hmm. not the yeah. The flavor of the berries are tart. Is what I'm trying to say. Not the tannins. It doesn't have any tasting notes, but it does 
tell us how to enjoy it. How do we enjoy it, Angie? All right. It's perfect <laughs> for a long autumn evenings with friends. Grab a warm blanket, start a fire, and watch the flames illuminate the beautiful deep ruby wine inside your glass. As the days grow shorter and colder, you'll even uh, you'll find even more occasions to pop up in a bottle. Holiday dinners. Um, what? Aparezki. What? Let me see. I can't read. Aparezki. <laughs> it's, it's like a French word. I don't know. Opera ski, like after ski at the lodge, like after skiing. Uh, okay, yeah, see. Opera. Mm. Um, New Year's Eve, blah, blah, blah. This wine is loaded with spice and bright, beautiful fruit, making it wonderfully versatile with food. We hope, oh, it's a wine you keep coming back for years to come. I want to say it's sexy. <laughs> I don't you know, know why. I think you're right. I think it is a sexy wine. It's a mm-hmm. sexy wine. Just pour it on someone's tits and like lick it off. <laughs> well, any wine's sexy if you do that. <laughs> well, I, I agree that it's sexy. Like it is really like drinkable and like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. And it's also like not filtered, correct? Shouldn't I think? I think they're all. Yeah, it's non-filtered. Yeah, it's non-filtered. Yeah, and so. it's it's thirteen percent by volume too. I think all this stuff is like really cute, especially with like the gold arrows on the back. I love the artwork of the bottles and the next one that we drink, like I feel like is really silly, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But like this one to me is so the sweet berry wine. I can't in my head. I'm going sweet berry wine. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wine never tastes this good. So good. So good. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> they have food pairings for most of their wines on their website. And What's the sweet berry pairing? Gonna, dank ribs. I was dank gonna ribs. Say, <laughs> I was gonna say like meats. Mm-hmm. Like this is a meat. So, this is a meat wine. And his. I watched him make. So Eric has a as a a cookbook coming out. He's been working on for a while. And if you follow him on Instagram, he posts a lot of pictures of his food. And he's testing recipes um, with his cute little girlfriend. Uh, Maddie, I think. Uh-huh. And, yeah, her name um, is Maddie. She is real cute. They I'm make a lot of pizza. He loves he he loves circle foods. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. So like he will he will Ronies, post pizza like, like burgers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they did a pop up like with. He's good friends with uh, Cronin Burger. I think is the restaurant, and it's I think it's an L.A. burger spot that's pretty popular. Um, and they did like a they do a lot of pop up like Las Haras and Cronin Burger. Yeah. You know like things but one thing that i i just want to these cut in really beans quickly. are fucking gorgeous but the one finger thing beans? yeah one thing that i like forgot to mention like at the top of the episode is that like bryson is also like kind of a foodie mm-hmm. oh definitely like and a big foodie guy and like you make a lot of good shit too i've, I've, I've had your i've sampled your shit well thank mm-hmm. you i've actually made eric wareheim's dank ribs so i'm, I'm it's funny that you brought those up because he because that's what you were thinking right yeah mm-hmm. exactly what i was thinking it was like this he probably drinks it with his ribs and because he, he posted it mm-hmm. a couple of months ago during quarantine like they look delicious yeah like, i was looking at this before i had dinner and i was like i'm so yeah. hungry oh right now yeah I, when i went and to Del google Taco could never no. when i went to google eric wareheim like just to kind of i mean I'm, I'm a huge fan so i knew like i didn't have to do a lot of research but i wanted to just like i was like when the hell how i didn't know how old he was you know like right, right. i wonder what his net worth is i'm about to peep that that might be interesting okay, to know but when I put in Eric Wareheim, <laughs> the first thing that came up was Eric Wareheim's ribs because I had Googled it because I had seen it on his Instagram, but it was in his story. So I couldn't find the recipe for his for his ribs. like, And so I had to Google it and I found it and they were dank. They were they some were dank, dank ribs. ribs. He's, what was the recipe though? Like just so I can get an idea of the uh, flavor profile. I mean, it was, it was a pretty standard barbecue sauce. 
you know, kind of a sweet and tangy, uh, you know, sticky ribs. So you, you, you cook them in the, in the oven in foil and then unwrap them and throw the sauce on there and Damn. let them, let them get, uh, all nice and sticky. Like nice and, yeah. yeah. So Saucy. I have, I have two big developments. Well, actually I have three. Okay. So his latest Instagram post is of him making like, uh, uh, Vin and it says Vin with scarlet runner beans. It's too hot for slow braises, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, he is also six foot seven. Six I seven. knew he was like a big motherfucker, but I didn't know he was six seven. He's a tree, and then he is a tree. He's a, he's tree. a tree, especially next to Aziz and Master of None. You're like, yeah, this b- he's, he's a big boy. He's big bub. Yeah, big Aziz big is bub. five six, and that's what yeah. it says that he is. So you know that he's really five yeah, four. Five four, at least. At least, and then mm-hmm. um, his net worth is like only two point five million dollars, like only. But I thought he would be worth more well just give it time mm-hmm. it's hard to like really get a big net worth in comedy i think because of like how you have to start out well i just really admire him because he only he like definitely does his own thing and only really does like weirdo shit i and know he does what he wants to do. Yeah. yeah 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 and like it's not a, yeah, exactly it's not about like being successful it's about doing like his passions yeah. or it's not about earning a bunch of money it's about he's, like creating stuff he's yeah. not making money off making music videos that get posted on youtube for no. blonde redhead you know and, and yeah, who, how much time and money is he spending on I the mean, you know the, all of these wines are pretty limited production too and they're not that expensive so i don't think you can is really making that much money off of this either. Yeah. A lot of them are just like a couple of hundred cases, Yeah, you know, for most of them. So mm-hmm. they have a club that I've thought about joining and you get a little, you know, you get first batch. I and want to desperately try that Rosascato wine that they have. Is with that the, the strawberry, with on, the strawberry it? on it? On the, yeah. See, I want to try the super bloom. Have you seen that one? I've seen the super bloom and I'm interested too. So like whenever we were like doing research, like we talked to you months and months ago about coming on and doing it, but I was like doing research on like which wines we could do and like, you know, if we could order them online, if we could get them in state or whatever. And obviously we can get them in, in town, but like I was like kind of interested in ordering stuff because you could get a little bit more yeah, d- of a variety, variety that mm-hmm. way. And their wine club is really not that crazy. No, you get a pretty good discount. You know, yeah, maybe we could go in on it together. You that would can't be... get them here. They have to order it for you. Yeah. I've... What do you mean you can't get them here? Like they don't actually sell it in the liquor store. Oh, but they... the distributor will get it for you. Yeah. Like, for a while, they don't sell it at they... like whatever yeah. liquor I was store we kicking got it from. myself because they had the this one, this next one um, at Spirit Shop, and they had it on sale for a while. What? Oh. So yeah. yeah um, they didn't have the strawberry one. Freeman's available. Freeman's I'm in sure Oklahoma City. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Freeman's in Oklahoma City. I went in. Maybe a Western? year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on My Western. Used to work so there. a lot of times when I like Google celebrity wines that we need for the podcast, Freeman comes up. I, I that's my favorite uh, liquor store, especially for wine. I feel like they have a good selection. And when you go in there and you ask for help, it's not it's not pretentious. If that you know, like you yeah. don't feel like you're being talked down to when you ask a question about wine. Um, but I asked about it, and they didn't know anything about it. And I said, "Well, I'm, I'm really interested in um, the wines." And she said, well, it looks like all I can get right now is the rosé. And she said, I'm just going to order all the cases I can. And she did. And they've had it. And they've had, they have the sweet berry wine a couple times when I've gone in there. Yeah. And they've had the uh, one other, I think the Glow Glow. So they've had, or they've had three, three of the wines there on shelf. And it may be just because I mentioned it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? They probably like. And they just, yeah. But maybe somebody tried it and they're like, yeah, these are really good. So mm-hmm. let's keep getting them, you know. But um, so if you need it, Freeman's on Western is a. In Oklahoma City is a good spot. Well, I know that whenever I worked at a liquor store, like if people came into special order stuff, like the, we, when we worked oh, when at we, it. sorry, I forgot, <laughs> like when we both worked there, but um, if someone came in and wanted to special order something, like 
Um, if it was something like really expensive and weird, he would just get like the one thing, maybe one extra. But if it was something like more reasonable, he would probably get four or five bottles mm-hmm. just to have in case they wanted it again. Or like, okay, obviously someone in this area is interested in it. Maybe someone else will be. So also Whole Foods, uh, Whole Foods had uh, a couple of the different bottles oh. I've seen. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, just have to run out and get it, it might be there. I if I'm, I mean I'm more of a Trader Joe's person if I drive, and I'd That's rather what do I was their gonna five say. buck yeah, chuck me or too. Yeah. whatever three, it is now seven buck chuck three, three buck chuck still yeah it's and still then three. they have their twelve dollar like three liter boxes of wine that are mm-hmm. good and then yeah, they have they the do. they have a couple of the uh, organic like their the Charles Shaw who makes the three buck chuck yeah um it's like the organic versions of the, I think there's two or three different, they're $5. Mm-hmm. Well, the price point on these wasn't bad. I think the most expensive was the sweet berry and it was like $38. And then the other two, um, the white that we had, the Blanc was 33. And then the next one we're going to have is 29. So yeah, all in between. They're totally reasonable. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't buy them all the time just because I'm a cheap bitch, but like, That's me. Definitely. we're having like a dinner party, like yeah. dinner club thing. We say it all the time. Like if it's over like $10, like it's definitely like special occasion well, wine. I don't think that these are like expensive enough as to be like a gift wine, but they're like expensive they're... enough to be like a fancy dinner party wine. If you wanted to like maybe have like, um, you know, like a fourth date over at your house where you make dinner and you wanted to be like kind of impressive. Like I think that these would be a good one, especially if they're like interested in comedy. Okay, this is like kind of an aside, but do you want to talk about the date wine that you had this week? Oh no, I want to hear about it more. So I, so okay, the guy that I'm dating, he came over and we were making mac and cheese, like fancy mac and cheese from scratch with a roux and everything, like the hatch yeah. and we kind, right? put. We put in a ton of garlic, a, pun- a bunch of cumin, and hatch green chilies. I'm so, in on the green chilies. I'm not. A, I'm not sure about the cumin, but go ahead. It wasn't a ton of cumin. It's because that guy wanted to come in, Lauren, and so it's yeah. like cumin coming. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was just. A- <laughs> <laughs> to dropping, be honest with you, hints. I added the fucking cumin because I wanted to get cummed in. Thank you. <laughs> it was an unsuccessful night, and I'm still a little salty about it. Okay. So, Damn. Anyway, we hit a, sub, we hit a soft spot. <laughs> like the top of a base. New Let's base yeah. It's the only sore spot Lauren has since she didn't get fucked the other yeah, night. It's like a beluga well. <laughs> Anyway. Is that the beluga well that has the yeah. giant vein yeah. that's like really soft? Okay, yeah. I'm over this. I got to swim with one of those my senior year at SeaWorld. <gasps> but oh, it was SeaWorld. before we knew SeaWorld was bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. Blackfish. It was a long time ago. Before yeah. Blackfish. Anyway, so he brought the he brought all the ingredients over. We had to like run to Homeland to get like half and half. And then, of course, I bought a two-pound bag of gummy worms because $5.99. Who's not going to do that? Anyway, so he also brought like a wine pairing to go with it. And it's a white wine. And it's hatch green chili wine. But there's no like spicy flavor to it. It just tastes like you're drinking green like bell pepper juice. Ew. Hmm. Yeah, ew. It's still in the fridge. We can we can uh, that's post game. Yeah, that's a, a post game tasting. <laughs> Angie, I'm so sick of your negative comments. You're gonna fucking try it. <laughs> I tried to drink away the negativity from the week, but it didn't work. It just made me anxious yeah. <laughs> all day. <laughs> well, take a take a shot of uh, vodka. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that goes Chase really it. well with red wine. Yeah. <laughs> You, you could, I feel like this is a good chaser for anything. I, I agree. So good. You can chase ribs with it. You can chase vodka with it. You could trace, chase that you gross. dip ribs in it. Oh, my God. I've seen, him, I've seen him make, um, 
he was doing some sort of braise and he was using this. Can it you would imagine? Be good with like short ribs. Or can you imagine like, braising short ribs in thirty-eight dollar wine? Like, that would be incredible. Uh, or like hot roast. Yeah. So Honestly, good. if I had a two point five million dollar net worth, I'd be braising a lot of shit, in well, including wine. my own body. I would pour it in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did. You'd like to bathe in wine. Okay. Let's move on to the next wine. This one's really good, but we need to save a little bit of it so some other people can try it. Mm-hmm. So this one is the glue glue, which, which I think is supposed to be like a glug glug. I think it is too. They describe it as chuggable, so that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Well, the front of the label's really cute. I love this label the most. Like, like I love this me... little fun um like watercolor writing and stuff and the grapes and it everything. Gives me, like summer camp vibes for some reason. With the arrows crossed at the bottom, it mm-hmm. definitely does. Well, they all have the crossed arrows, but yes, it's on the front of but that it's, one. But it's also the it text. looks handwritten yes. though. It's cute. I like it. So uh 2019 red wine, Mendocino County. Produced and bottled by Laharis Wines and um Sebastopol. Sebastopol, California. Thank you. Label art by Joe uh, Badia. Badia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, pregnant ladies can't have this. It's 13 per- it's 13% alcohol by volume. Uh, it contains some sulfides. 750 mil and then they have their website on here but like i don't think the sulfites are added though i think it's just natural it's just natural occurring. sulfides because it, they're all like non-filtered natural that one wines. doesn't say non-filtered i thought they were all non-filtered though but these I'm, ones say it they're all natural doesn't. they're all natural that i know one, that but i think that one might be filtered though like power filtered mm-hmm. like forced through a sieve anyway um but it's really cute on the like towards the bottom of the label because i like the little hand like written like hand drawn like grapes in the watercolor so I'm going to go ahead and pour for well, everybody. It should be noted that it's also in a clear bottle, which is kind of like, um, different it's, for it's a red one. Exactly. And it's a really deep color too. Like, well, I think that it's shit. I think that it's, I think that it's clear though, because it's not supposed, to, it's not one that's like supposed to be aged in any type of way. I think it's just supposed to be young and be drank. Thank you. And it's Correct. supposed to be young slightly be chilled. Drunk, like me. me. Like I once was. Me. <laughs> this one has, was filtered. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. My bad. I just slightly thought they were chilled, all right? non-filtered. Yeah. yeah, slightly chilled. It's supposed to be slightly chilled. It is still kind of chilled. It's. I feel it on my hand. Either that This or is the one like, I've had before. This was a birthday present from my wife last year. Because she she knows how sweet and she knows how cheap I am, so she bought it for me. (laughs) I remember us talking about it and how excited you were. Oh, I like the legs on this one better. They're a lot slower, slower going down the glass. I smells like them too. It smells similar to the last one, but it's a little bit more complex and it smells more sweet. It smells more sweet, and I I'm definitely picking up more of like an acidic note, like when I sniff it. Like, it makes my nostrils kind of flare a little it's bit. It's like if you squeezed lemon juice into the last one is how it smells. Uh-huh. Mm. Exactly. All right. I'm tasting it. Ooh. Glug, glug, glug. Oh. <laughs> First of all, um, Don, friend of the pod, Bryson's wife said that it tasted like chillable wet red from Franzia. Don't get that. It tastes <laughs> like if Franzia... Like Franzia wishes, yeah. Franzia <laughs> never. Franzia could never. Franzia wishes. And second of all, like glug glug is like a great so name for this. The texture of it reminds me of the white that we drank, but if like you just threw like a sprank of tannins in it, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's not smooth. It's, yeah, it's not acidic on the front, middle, or back of your mouth or down your throat. Do you want me to read the 
it's not like tasting notes, but yeah, read it has read some all stuff. the info. And if there's food pairings, please. Yes, I'm so hungry. Yes, I would love to you. I would love to uh, hear a, like a steamy a steamy pairing. Mm. I just like the first sentence because it says. It's a light red that tastes like sparkles and bright summer fruit. And I'm like, it does kind of oh taste like sparkles. God, it's it definitely does. sparkly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That like, sparkle. Mm-hmm. Um, it has enough acid to stand up to your favorite pasta and tomato sauce with intense berry notes that can perfectly complement a it is smoky, acidic, tangy yeah. BLT. Doesn't that sound so good mm-hmm. with this? <laughs> I was going to say hoagie would be my wine pairing, mm-hmm. like a Listen, nice meaty sandwich. So there BLT's was a time close. in quarantine where I was making BLTs daily. And for breakfast, I would just add an egg. Mm. It was fucking delicious. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead. I think that was the best part of it. Oh, serve slightly chilled. Yes. This is the most refreshing wine ever and the perfect antidote to long evenings at home. That sounds yeah. It's like they made it just for our pioneer woman times. So, Mm -hmm. do you remember earlier in or when we'd been craving Jersey Mike's for like weeks, and then we went to Jersey Mike's and we got like the eighteen inch sandwiches and we like killed them. It was (laughs) and it was like living the dream, living the quarantine dream down here. We, you know, you really have to like you know bring your own joy Mm -hmm. whenever you create your own joy. Yes, you have to create your own joy whenever you're in quarantine. And for me, that's Jersey Mike eighteen inch sandwiches, Italian style. No, I got one for me and one for Dan, and it was like forty four dollars for two of these sandwiches, and it was worth every damn penny uh well i was gonna say eric in quarantine seems to be like living it up he seems to be missing like the steakhouse experience but like look at this photo of him eating shrimp cocktail but not just that one this one (laughs) like taking someone took a picture of him taking a picture and it says a shrimp cocktail at sunset a blogger most blog even in the most tranquil moments Shrimp was boiled in high spice broth. Cocktail sauce is heavy on the horseradish. Martini glass because you always got to keep it classy. Oh, yeah, baby. Now I just yeah. want fucking shrimp cocktail. He also posted the most delicious looking hoagie I've ever seen in my life. His Please sandwiches share. look so... His hoagies, he's he's a... He looks like a sandwich connoisseur. Like, he's a hoagie he does queen. It. I'm the same, same Dude, way. Dude, it looks... Yeah. I was going to say this sand, one... He's a sandwich. I would never... Su- sand wizard. It's, <laughs> yeah, 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 because he's a boy. <laughs> This is a red, like, you wouldn't think that, like, a red wine would be good on the beach, but, like, this seems like a beach red wine. You know it's what a, I mean? It's a summer red. Like, yeah. Sure. It is a summer yeah, red. Like, you, you, it's recommended that you chill it, and yep. also, like, it, it goes down so smooth, and it's not very heavy. Like, yeah. the flavor of it is good, but it's not, mm-hmm. like, like the viscosity and spicy. of it. And that, too. This yeah. is, like, the, like, foil to... um Flavor Town red wine. Oh. <laughs> <Gaffieri>? <laughs> yeah, Guy Fieri. Yeah, like Gaffieri. that stuff was like fucking motor oil. It was so <laughs> thick, Bryson. There's no way we could have drank it in the heat. It's like they like put it in a ninja blender with like some avocado oil or like some ghee or something. <laughs> maybe, they just, <laughs> maybe they just had cornstarch. We're like, well, let's thicken this up a little bit. Let's make it a cornstarch. Yeah. Really. <laughs> it was like yeah. sweet and sour. Let's reduce it. Maybe they reduce it. <laughs> <laughs> they just put a bit. They just pour it all in a big pot and just like simmer it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's some brown sugar in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. it I, pro- believe I mean, it. if it's on his, it probably has like so, has have cheese in it. Yeah, definitely. right. Like, I think actually, like at the bottom of the bottle, whenever we looked at it at the end of the episode, there was like an entire like Parmesan rind in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the hard part that you don't eat. Like yeah, the like brown, I'm just kinda... thinking back now, and I'm remembering it looking a little waxy at the mm-hmm. bottom. It's about as loud and tasteful as his hairstyle. Yeah, my <laughs> my, yes, my boys. Uh, 
are 10 and nine and they love watching triple D like they're big fans of triple D and they will come in here, come in my room and be like, dad, we got to go to Arlington, Virginia to Johnny's pancake house. It looks delicious. And I'm like, okay, maybe someday. Have you brought him down to the diner? Uh, no, we need to. Yeah. Saucy Sicilian was also visited by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Recently I saw that. I saw that places in Oklahoma. mm -hmm. So you could take some day trips. Yeah. There's the rib, uh, the barbecue place, uh, Leo's, I think Leo's barbecue in Uh Oklahoma city. That's it's incredible. So I get, yeah, it's like, yeah. Old school. Did you go to Aishin's? Seems like he should. That's it. I mean, like if I was going to pick a place for him to go in Oklahoma, that would be it well, that's for the sure. It's like the legendary place. Yeah, oldest bar in the country. Or, I mean, or I've only ever had Aishins when it was like cold in the refrigerator and I was drunk and it was incredible. Oh, no, so. it's, it is. Li- it is worth the drive. Uh-huh. Like it's definitely worth the drive to go over there and eat. Um, yeah, but it's fried chicken. Like mm-hmm. fried chicken is just delicious. Like yeah. KFC is trash, but it's still delicious. Yeah. You know, like. I- I okay, so it's funny you bring that up because on the last episode I was talking about KSC and particularly the mashed potato bowls that they used to have. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking love. You can them. get so, a, a high end version of that at the press. Mm-hmm. The press has a KFC chicken bowl basically, which is just it's like mashed potatoes, this corn, is good to know, chicken and cheese. Yeah, chicken and okay, mashed potatoes and gravy, love, mm-hmm. and then like you add like breaded chicken plus mm-hmm. a little bit of like sweet corn. Yep. Oh baby, and a little, little bit of shredded cheddar on there. And you got it. That's, they have that at the press and it's delicious. So what my whole thing with good fried chicken versus bad fried chicken, like yes. obviously it always smells and tastes good. But to me, bad fried chicken, you feel like shit after you eat mm. it. And good fried chicken, you just feel like warm and fuzzy. Like mama's, you, yeah. mama's house coming home again. You don't get like indigestion or anything. Right, right. Also, I like a real, like, a, a kick of cayenne to my, like, breading, and I like a lot of pepper. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how you have to do it. That's how my I, mom always did it. Like, that's see, I just... Feel, I feel like as soon as I hit 30, like, I get indigestion from everything. So, yes. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what it is. I just, I get acid reflux, and I take a Prilosec. So, you just, like, and... look at, um, I don't know, a chicken tender, and you're like, oh, feeling it. I don't care. I still eat it. I've of course. Just, a, yeah. Of course. I've always had a pretty still stomach. I just, that. I just poop a lot. Like, and that's fine. Like I don't get heartburn or like gas that much. I just like will shit my brains out and I'm like, hmm, worth it. I'm just going to like scroll on my phone anyway. Gives <laughs> <laughs> you some alone time. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Scroll on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's how I spend every morning is so, scrolling on the toilet. One thing that I really noticed about like Eric Wareheim's posts, like it's always like pretty serious and like good food but right. he's so like playful and fun about it and i really like that like of course that's like it's so yeah it's so refreshing to not have someone being like like stroking their dick being like oh my god this fucking reduction with like well blah 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 blah, blah. like that's something that i can really appreciate about eric too is that like you know like there is always such a playful tendency to like all of his posts, like all of his media stuff, like, and I mean, like even, even like his TV show, like it's, it's just funny. Like to me, like watching the outtakes too, like everything is just so silly and playful mm-hmm. and fun. And that's not like ever meant to be like super serious. And I like, yeah. I like people who don't take themselves too seriously. That's what I was about to say. It's just nice when people don't take themselves. Well, seriously. and it's nice to drink like really good wine. That's not at all snooty. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like this, this is made for us. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that comes from that. He's doing what he loves to do. Like he's not taking on projects that 
or things that he doesn't want to be there. Just and so he like, needs to like pay for his like yeah, Maserati or whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah. well, he doesn't. You know, it, it's he's he's doing what he loves to do so that he doesn't care about. He's not trying to impress anybody. He's not. You know, it's yeah. This is me. This is who I am. This is what I like to do. This is the food I'm cooking. I love it. And you know, he features artists on the bo- like the bottles always have. Amazing art on them, like Jen Stark, who has like her I, own. St- oh, we didn't uh, even bring up Jen Stark yet. Yeah. I like that he puts like who the label artist is mm-hmm. on the bottle. I also too. appreciate that because we've had several bottles with good art that don't like shout out the artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chloe but, Wise is another one. Um, yeah, but you were Jen Stark. Yeah, she has like a Converse. Oh, yeah. Like Converse has a shoe that she's on, and it's this really cool psychedelic. Um, it's like a, it's like drippy rainbows is a way like to describe it. Like a ripply looking thing. Yeah, like Ooh. rainbow ripple. She's on Smashbox like, too. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she has a label, a couple of labels, I think. She did one for the two of them. And then Chloe Wise is another, like I follow her just because, like I think her and Eric used to date or they were just really good friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not real sure, but. Maybe they were just pals. Or just pals. Yeah. But she's, a, I mean, she's like a, like at Fashion Week, at like New York I mean, she's a big she's time like artist. Cool like she's she's cool, and like she has done a couple of bottles. Um, she's fe- I think she's featured on one. I think they actually have a wine called Chloe, um, with her like an art of her like a self portrait of her. Oh, on I it. think that so. was like the cardigan wine that yes, they have. Yes, yeah, it is. Carignan, uh, whatever. Yeah, Carignan. Yeah, that's well, what that's, it is. <laughs> that was actually so the Carignan variety. Like that was something they were talking about in that 2017 article uh-huh. with Las Haras. Was that um, I was going to say really quickly yeah. though. Whenever I was researching wines to get for the podcast, and if we were going to possibly order them, like one of them I was interested in trying was the cardigan Car- Carignan. Go ahead. We know what you mean. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to incorporate my like the cardigans, the band. So the cardigan wine, and I was like interested in trying it because Carry I gone. hadn't really had one before. Okay, and no, you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm talking right now. <laughs> okay, this has 37% cardigan, cardigan, whatever you say. Yeah, nice. The glow glow? Cardigan, yeah. So, yeah, I was interested in trying it, but it was like I, I looked one week and then the following week I was like, well, maybe I'll just go ahead and order some shit. But it was like fucking sold out and it was like kind of sad. So that's that's like a lesser known and like less popular varietal. You know what I mean? And so when they were first starting out and they didn't and California was going through that drought and everything yes. and they had limited access to like the super popular grapes, that was one that they were able to get. And so like. That's why it's in like a lot of their blends and stuff is because it's not like Cab Sav or like a found, Pinot grape or whatever. And it's an interesting flavor. It is. And it makes And they it, found a way to make it delicious. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Here's something that not the the big boys don't want to mess with. Well, and, and it we're is, gonna take it and make it delicious. It yeah. is like a lighter varietal too, and so it like fits perfectly with all of their like drinkability stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a big part of what they're trying to do is it uh, most of their wines they're saying like you can drink this with anything, you know, like it's drinkable, it's chuggable, it's it's delicious and you don't have to, you know. Glug yeah. Glug. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you said it best, Angie. <laughs> it's truly rare at the end of all of our tastings that I'm like, I want a hundred more bottles of every single all, one of the all wines. All three that we of drank. the ones that we've tried. I don't have a single one that I dislike. So now I think it's time that we rank them since we're kind Do of floating in that thoughts. territory yeah. anyway. Mm. So, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So, I think that the, like, glug, glug, 
glue glue, whatever. Glug glue. I like this one and the white equally. Those are both my number ones. They're like fucking tied. Okay. Well, they're tied as hell. Uh. They're tied. But then, <laughs> and then like by a close second to those is the sweet berry wine. You can tie all three of them if you want to. No, I, I like those two best. And then this one second best. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's round table it. Angie. Which is actually really weird because usually we end up liking the last one the best, which I don't know if it's because we're the drunkest or because <laughs> yeah, it's you're usually the reddest. It's usually I think for me it's usually because it's the reddest. Yeah. Um there's been some times when the, the scale has been like tipped one way or another, but like I just like it to be really flavorful. So I'm still thinking if anybody else is ready, or I can just go. So I'm gonna say that. I'll go ahead and go, okay. but I'm, I'm going to say that I like the, um, Dr. Steve Brule, check it out, wine the best. Like it's good for your health. It, it's good the for sweet your berry. health. Sweet berry wine. Sweet berry it wine. Good for yeah. your health. It's well, funny because what she was singing, what you were singing, Neil Diamond, right? And when I think sweet berry wine, I think of sweet berry wine, 17, 17. A Oh, it's July. Thank you. Some Deanna Carter. Well, we're currently in August. Oh, you're just so. gonna you're gonna take Deanna Carter's lyrics and just make them your own. Okay. I did you guys yes. ever see her in concert? No. I saw her in concert Ten. at the State Fair in the rodeo. Wow, arena. brag wow. about it. Brag about it. Jeez. Back to my wine <laughs> ranking. Like third fucking grade, so it was a big deal. Anyway. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was a big I deal. I danced though. a lot a lot of slow dances in middle school to that song for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. A lot of drunk karaoke. Did you have, oh, like, yeah. a lot of, you know, like awkward preteen boners and you're lucky jeans or whatever to that oh, song. Yeah. Oh yeah. My my jinkos were were poking out. <laughs> jinkos. And that's hard for jinkos. <laughs> like, what are you saying right now? Because jinkos are very baggy. Hey. I think that's a brag. You, yeah. I think, I think he's trying to be a they size were still queen touching right the ground. Now. They were still touching the ground. I think like he's being were, a size queen. They right were now. touching the ground. That's what he just said. Wow. Wow. Way to end it on a high note. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just go home. My Massimo my awesome, <laughs> chain wallet was, was keeping them keeping them tight. Keeping your boner in check. Yeah. Anyway, I was just going to say, like, I like the sweet berry wine. I like the fruitiness of it and the fact that it was so tart because it was unexpected that it wasn't so sweet. Then I like the glue glue because it's just tasty as hell. And then I'm putting the white last because it's been a while since I tried it. But really, it's mostly because I forgot. And I bet if I retried it again, I would be like, wow, I fell back in love. It should really be number two. But that, that that's just where I'm at right now. Okay. Okay. So who wants to go next? Angie or Bryson? I can, I can go. Okay. I'm going to put the white first. Wow. What an upset. Yeah. Just because I do not usually even want to drink whites and I found myself wanting more and, and I thought it was delicious. I mean, if I was just going to say like, oh yeah, this one tasted, you know, and I was just that I might not put it first, but just for the fact that I usually wouldn't even go for a white at all. And I was able to just like, I could have drank the whole bottle in about three seconds yeah. Um, I'm going to put it first. I'm going to put sweet berry two. I can feel it. Um, I can feel just, it. Just because of, yeah, that, that surprising tartness, but, and drinkability and then, but they're all delicious. They I have, would probably, they all yeah. feel good in your mouth. They all have like, mm-hmm. to me, they were just like all like, they seem like they should be more expensive. Yeah. Kind of. When Eric I'm used to, it feels good in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I mean, when when I when, like my typical bottle of wine is between you know four and six dollars. Like all of these wines, <laughs> all of these wines are like. You really know, like like blowing your taste like buds fireworks off. on your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, yeah. It, it's like gro- it's like way. living in a dumpster and then being like, here's a penthouse suite. And you're just like, oh, oh. shit. This is amazing. It doesn't matter how poorly it's decorated. <laughs> yeah. It's just amazing. So they're all delicious and uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, so so I your love last them all. ranking is the glue glue. Yeah. That would be third. But I, I mean, for no other reason than the fact that. If I have to rank them, I, I would. Think but that, yeah, it also might be because you've what had you've had that one before, right? I have had That's that one I before, so I kind of knew. Well. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I think my wife is way off on saying that it's anything close to Franzia because I think that was a Franzia very rude, could rude comparison. Yeah, if I'm honest, this is this is why I buy her J Roger. She can't tell the difference between. A thirty-five dollar bottle of Glow Glow and Franzia Chillable Red. I'm not that, buying her thirty dollar uh, bottles of wine. I think Eric could sue her for libel. Honestly. I do <laughs> yeah. too. I do too. That is slander, yeah. in my opinion. We could uh, never be friends I, 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 <laughs> if I told him that. So I'm not going to tell him that. Honestly, he would he would probably like clutch his pearls and turn away. Yeah. And we know it's not like one of those things. Like last week, we found out that Alexander's wine was made by the same people that make Boda Box. So yeah. it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like, like it's like it. own separate thing where he like. Yeah. 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 Franzi is not Way making glow glow. So uh, Angie, give us your uh, give us your hotness. Okay. I think I'm going to go with glug glug first because it does taste like sparkles. I feel like all of us are like all over the board and that like kind of doesn't happen super often. Well, they're all so good. That's mm-hmm. true. It's true. Mm-hmm. And they're all like winning against each other and all of our own opinions it's like, like by a hair. We can have like pick of the litter, honestly. Yeah. Like the crack pick in the wall the, over here. Like that's how much one wine is winning against the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I mean, if we compared it to other wines, for sure, there would be a huge, you know, but anyway. Yeah. So that one this first, because I, I think that, you know, the front note of sparkles really won me over and then the sweet berry and then the white i know i putting the white last as per usual but it was really good and i I, almost switched it but you know i think that i I saw you enjoy it i saw like a sparkle in your eye and like you know like kind of a little like wiggle in your shoulders like it seemed like you like it i I don't Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I still had indigestion problems, but that could have been Del Taco. <laughs> and then the Victoria you had, too. <sighs> Victoria do would not, not share, do that to me. Do not share industry secrets on the pod. Okay. Well, <laughs> what I was going <laughs> to... Erase that. Uh, fine. <laughs> Cut it out. Where's the producer? Well, what I was going to say was, like, I don't want to be hyperbolic, and you know that I never am hyperbolic i'm oh, definitely right. very like not even, even one time have I you ever been hyperbolic any, like, sure, sure, sure. or hyperboles or like right. anything to describe Just stuff 1000 percent factual truths oh well, yeah like definitely uh-huh. t- i yeah i hear it all the time uh, yeah i'm basically like a chemistry nerd or something like just really bland and like, basic yeah down to you the just m- shoot it straight let's hear it ah. No, I was just gonna say I really think this is the best white we've ever had on the pod. Well, so if you go back and look through the history of what we've had the on the only pod this one season, that compares is Drops of Jupiter Sauvignon Blanc, which is crazy because it's train wine. I do want to remind you. I do want to remind you. Okay, well, price point for flavor was train, but mm-hmm. I also want to remind you that we had the SJP Sauvignon Blanc, which everyone seemed to really enjoy at that time. No, this like. That, that is, that's doo-doo compared to this. I agree. I thought that her wine was the flat. Only, I think the only one that maybe compares is Drew Barrymore's PP wine. 
Ooh, that Chardonnay. Oh, we didn't bring that up, but that's really funny because Eric, yeah. like, refers, like, has is known for ret- referring to wine as his as PP piss. wine. Yes. As piss. Piss wine. Oh, we, I can't we, believe we didn't even fucking bring it up. I didn't even that know that. That was, like, that our number one goddamn <laughs> talking was. point. That was, like, the only homework assignment we had was someone bring up the piss wine. So before he even started this winery, he would always like post pictures of him drinking wine and he would claim it was piss that he was drinking. And then once he got into rosé, he started posting pictures of being like, I'm sorry, like I've had to switch over to rosé to like quell his like my piss piss habit. And then he was really (laughs) worried when he actually did start this um, winery that everyone would like think, think it was pee and him just kidding. And then all, all the comments were definitely about it being piss, which is so fucking funny because we always refer to anything that's like lighter than, I don't know, pee, lighter than completely clear as pee pee wine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> lighter no. than pee is pee. Dark, well, darker a, than anything. Darker than, here. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he was a beaver boy. Clear, you know, yeah. he has a sketch called Beaver Boys and they. They, the cure for everything is shrimp and white wine. And uh, they're just like on the beach, just chugging white wine and eating shrimp cocktails. And they end oh up in the God. hospital Doesn't from that like. that sound fucking <laughs> fabulous, though? The cure for all of my else is white wine and shrimp. <laughs> exactly. Like, it sounds beautiful. Okay. Does anyone have any final thoughts? Eric's cool. I want him to be my friend. Um, I'm a total stan. That's all. Um, Lahara's wine is delicious. And Eric, hit me up, you know, like if things don't work out between you and that girl. Yeah, Maddie, she's cute. Right. But yeah, I can't wait for his cookbook to come out. Uh, I've been following it a lot and I'm excited to see what he, I'm excited for their like, next thing. I bet there's like, great sandwich recipes in that cookbook. Yeah. Lots of pizza, lots, lots of circle foods. I really wish that foods. he would open like an actual vineyard. And then I wish that he would open an actual restaurant. And then like a tasting room a tasting restaurant. Room, yeah. Because yeah. I don't have any of that. Food. Mm-hmm. This glue with a fucking, um, like a Swiss cheeseburger sounds fucking delicious. With like a mushroom Swiss. Mm. Mm-hmm. My final thoughts are I'm fucking hungry and I want some ribs and a BLT. And some two more ribs. bottles of these wines. <laughs> I want, I want like, Where's our dank well, ribs? Yeah. <laughs> on that note, I think that we need to just go ahead and wrap her on up and uh, say thanks for listening, guys. We're going to go get some fucking snacks. I want shrimp scampi mm. that can be a snack yes bye, bye. bye. <laughs> thank you for having me thanks for coming yeah cumin, cumin. i'm cumin thanks i'm cumin, cumin. <laughs> super cumin <laughs>